Blog Talk Radio. I was trying to think. Um... It's IWS Radio featuring Buddy Acapella, Guy on Your Dick, Slider Ballscock, Kirk Douglas. Bobby Kraft, Malcolm Eckstein, Meditations by Martin, Reverend Moneymaker, Dixie Ozark, Drew Peacock, Paul Pyatt, and Stubby Stonehenge. Special guest star, Schmoop, with musical guests, Reverend Jim and the Wiccans. Uramina, Teramina, Falamina, Halo, Uramina, Teramina, Hala, Mala, Go. And now, straight from the bar, your host, Matman and J-Man. Hola, and welcome to another edition of IWS Radio, a.k.a. I'm with Stupid. I forgot to mute my mic, so you heard me banging around during the intro, but that's okay. Uh, (laughs) This is the J-Man coming to you live from a luxurious Yet warm studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting right next to me, but not too close because he might be contagious, is a man who always brings his strongest voice or something. Matt Man, bitches. Boom! Cheers, <laughs> greetings, and welcome to I'm With Stupid. This is the Map Man coming to you live from the palatial digs here in the ice dungeon of Bagwine, Ohio. <laughs> How the hell are you tonight, J-Man? <clears throat> well, I tell you what, I'm all right, except that, God, Lord, the studio is warm. Really? Is it nice and cozy? Well, yeah, it's cozy, all right. It hit 67 here in God's country really? today. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, brutal, brutal, and uh, I probably should have turned. I probably should have turned the air conditioning on for about ten <laughs> minutes before the uh, show or something to really cool yeah. the studio off. But uh, I'll, uh, I will try to uh, struggle through. How are you, Matt? You sound wonderful. Well, I feel wonderful, Jay man. Got a smile on my face, song in my heart, and some kind of virulent disease in my throat. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. You got I I, see, I thought you were just doing your Peter Brady impression again. Oh, well, that's one of your favorites. I could. Maybe we'll do that later in the show. Yeah. In fact it kinda right. helps. The more I talk, the more it clears up. Oh well, then just yak away, I guess. So what's happening down in God's country, J-Man? Well, other than the uh, the beautiful, uh, warm, uh, spring-like temperatures today, which will uh, be gone in just a few hours, and it looks like it's going to be a high of around 25 tomorrow. Hmm. Uh, other than that, not much happening. Not much happening. Just uh, got the uh, got the Grammys on in the background. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, 
little distracted by Beyonce right now, but I will. Uh, I'll be okay. Well. Okay, she is quite distracting. Yeah. Oh my. Oh. What anyway. is she wearing <laughs> this evening, J-Man? Um. Black, tight, skimpy outfit, and and um. Well, that's about it. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's Beyonce. She won't stop wiggling around enough to really uh, get a good look at her. Yeah, anyway, and a quick shout out to our our good friend uh, Dax, who uh, retweeted the show. Yes. And uh, so thanks to him. And so did our good friend Shannon. She did. Yeah. Okay, well, shout out to Shannon. Shannon Marsala. She's saucy. Yeah. She is saucy. She is saucy. You know what she Oh, my God, Jay-Z just came out on stage with Beyonce. It is pandemonium at the Grammys. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) No, I'll tell you. And I'll tell you what's pandemonium, J-Man. It's the chat room. Think a little out of control know, in there? You know who's in there. Oh, I see who's in there. And My name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. One man wrecking crew right there. It is. And we had so, uh, a guest wander into the room as well. Welcome, guest. And I wanted to ask Jesse, let us, let us know if, uh, if everything sounds normal, because i got the fan going in the background. I hope it doesn't mess things up. Uh, you know, I don't want so to be the I don't want to be the one that uh, that sounds bad tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about that. <laughs> and he says everything it sounds fine. Nah, that's good. All right. All right. So uh, anyway, Matt, you've got a you've got a cold or just a, a throat problem here? Yeah, it's just a throat problem. I'm just tired, and my throat is killing me. Other than that, I feel fine. And what what could have possibly brought this on? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Shoveling snow every day at the beer mine, working in really? five degree weather. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's oh. a chance that that was. Con- yeah, I think that you know, the temperatures, you know, the up and down of the temperatures, and you're out there in the cold and the, yeah. you know, with twenty layers of clothing on, shoveling snow, we're working up a sweat. Uh huh. Maybe, maybe that caused it. You know, I'm no doctor, so I don't want to get carried away here. And when I'm not doing that, I'm handling germ-filled, filthy money. Ew. Yeah. From the germ-filled, filthy residents of Bagline, Ohio. Hey, now. Hey. Well, you know, I just, 
I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah, the old the old jug of hand sanitizer at the beer mine let me down this winter. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah maybe you should have maybe you should have gone by Walgreens and gotten yourself a flu shot or something. Well, I don't have the flu. Well, I know, but it maybe it would have uh, you know would have prevented this too. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe so. Maybe. Maybe do you have at least any throat spray? You have a little sepacol, chloroseptic, a little <coughs> spray on the a throat. A little what there? How'd that go? He goes <coughs> like that. No, I'm just sucking on halls all day. Well, that makes halls happy. I know. Hey-o. I was a little upset that Schmoop didn't pick up at the store the other day for me some Ricola. Oh, yeah. That's always fun to yeah. say. Yeah. The lemon or the uh, the honey? The menthol? Oh, no. These are, these are the, uh, the original burning, burning flavor. Oh, Eucalyptus. okay. Eucalyptus. Oh. Are they organic, sugar-free? <laughs> I doubt it. You know, I can look real quick if you want. All natural, birds, bees. Hey, take this, Jay, man. They do contain soy. Oh, well, there's yeah. your problem. That's why they're not working. <laughs> right. You just gotten the old, the old-fashioned, the sugar-filled. Uh, this is great. Now I feel healthy. Yeah, it's it's this, this is the new you. It is. You know the health the healthy uh, healthy kind of guy. And only twelve and, calories. Uh, twelve calories per lozenge. Excellent. Excellent. And hey, just arriving fashionably late in the chat I room. I see that. Our favorite Canadian. Two eight nine, you're with stupid, and you are hey guys. hot. <laughs> Jamie, I wake up to my cats judging me. They stare blankly, as if to say, "Is this what you had in mind for your life? If it is, you may want to consider sleeping pills or a tall bridge, because in our view, you're pathetic, or they're hungry." And I waited gluttonously for Christ or some savior, other than cheap wine and chocolate. Turns out he's in a restroom off Highway 5, pulling splinters out of his hand so he can masturbate before his cheeseburger arrives. Meet Jamie. Jamie is our favorite Canadian. There, now you're fucked. I'm in good company when I'm with stupid. Awesome right. as always. Yep. The Hot Jamie action. Boy, I bet she. I bet if she put her hands on my throat, I would be healed. I bet you would be. <laughs> be something, all right. Yeah. And in fact, I bet there's been times when she would like to. Put her throat, hands on your throat. See, see? Why do you have to kick a man when he's down? 
It could be in a positive manner, you know. I mean, maybe, you know, you guys are into that kind of thing. I don't know. I don't judge. I know you don't. (laughs) Rough week. Rough week this week, Matt. Rough year. Yeah, well, it has been. And 2014's been been rough, but uh, uh, exceptionally rough here at the end. Really? Uh, um, last Saturday morning, I get up after a quality night's sleep. Because mm-hmm. all that good, clean living that I do. Exactly. And uh, I open up the old laptop and nothing. Nothing, Matt. Just a blank screen. Just a blank screen. I'm tapping the old space bar saying, come on, baby. Come on. Did you uh, jiggle the power cord? (laughs) I did. (laughs) And I didn't, wouldn't uh, wake up. And so I, uh, I closed it, waited, opened it back up, tried again. Didn't happen. So I, uh, held down the power button, shut it off, gave it a minute, a little time to itself. Right. Hit the button, powered it back up. Screen still didn't come on. Damn. Yeah. You were sad. So there I was. Oh, I was because the, none of the uh, computer fix-it places in uh, in Redneckville are open on weekends. Oh no. Yeah. Which meant I, I had to wait till Monday morning. I take it in and. You know, I tell them, you know, what happened. I said, you know, I was on it Friday night, closed it, put it to sleep, opened it up Saturday morning, it won't wake up. Mm, 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 mm. Just like Grandpa. What? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, they keep the thing all week. On Thursday, they finally call me and want me to bring the power cord in because... They're such a high-end operation that they don't even have a spare HP power cord lying around. <laughs> yeah, that did strike me as funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In fact, and, uh, when, you, so I, when you tweeted that, you know what I said, J-Man? What the hell is wrong with you people? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was kind of thinking that, too. <laughs> and uh, so then I took that up there to them, and uh, they said they would run the diagnostic on it. <sighs> and... Uh, so then Friday afternoon, he calls me up and uh, says, ready, come get it. Sure. And I was like, wow, you know, you didn't even call me to tell me what was wrong with it or anything. You know, there was no uh, little discussion about, you know, whether it was worth saving or, or whatever. Um, hmm. Turns out uh, it just started right up for him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was, he couldn't find anything wrong with it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Ran the whole ran the little diagnostic program on it, said everything was fine. It booted right on up. And it's been working fine since? And it's been working fine since. Was it just a little I have tired not, or something? Well, he, he suspects that well, now the battery won't really hold the charge and he mm-hmm. suspects that it uh it the battery drained completely. And that maybe I didn't have it plugged in long enough to give it enough juice, or it got stuck in its uh, sleep mode for some reason. And maybe if I had just kept working it, 
But I, was just, I didn't want to hurt it, you know. I didn't want to hurt it Oh, I know. Bad, I understand. You know? Can't take chances with these things. No. It's expensive. Exactly. So if nothing so. was wrong with it, did he charge you? Not a dime. Really? Uh-huh. How about that? That's how you find southern folks are down there. Yeah, that's what you get. You know, small town living right there. Get that kind of service from places that are not open on Saturdays. Because you were totally prepared to bring him a live chicken, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that and, uh, you know, neighbor's cat that's always running around outside. <laughs> Snag it. Take it in. Offer him a nice little cat as payment. Excellent. So, anyway, so... Crisis averted, I guess. Well, good for you, J-Man. I know, I know. I can tell you're happy for me. I am. And I'm sure all, all our all our listeners out there, our vast and diverse worldwide audience, is also happy. They could even call in and tell us how happy they are by calling in on the Big Dick Hotline at 661-244. 9852. Yeah. Also known as the Give Matt a Break This Week hotline. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I think my voice is a little sexier this way, isn't it? Well, not yeah, you know, it's not too bad. It's kind of a little lower and got that, raspier. <clears throat> got that raspiness to it, yeah. A little miscellaneous. Like. <laughs> yeah, a little miscellaneous. You know, um it uh it reminds me of, of how much I miss old uh, Rita Cosby. Oh, yeah. Rita. Uh-huh. Rita. Uh-huh. She was smoking a pack of cigarettes at every commercial break. Uh-huh. If only yeah. Jules Capri would call in from way back yeah. then. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we wouldn't know who was talking. Uh-uh. The official hairstylist <laughs> of IWS right. Radio. Yeah, you guys would have to uh, uh, identify yourselves each time yes, you spoke. Since <laughs> you can't wear a name tag, you know this being radio and all. Well, we could wear name tags, but it wouldn't help. But, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, got Lord on the stage now at the Grammys. Or Lord Day. How does she go? Uh, L-O-R-D-E. Oh, that would have to be Lord Day. Lord Day. Yeah, probably so. I think she's having uh, a seizure. No, no, that's just dancing. Okay. No, okay. That's good. Is Justin Bieber at the Grammys? um... Uh, I hope so. Uh, I think he's uh, performing with Millie Vanilli. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so Macklemore's already won once. He won the uh, he won the uh, best rap song of the year, <laughs> which uh, went to a went to a white guy, Macklemore, okay. and then the uh, best uh, country song of the year went to uh, Darius Rucker. So the world's been turned upside oh my down. God, <laughs> the Grammys. Cats are having <laughs> sex with dogs. Oh my God, the world's turned upside down. 
mass hysteria, pandemonium. (laughs) And our good friend Ali Spagnola says the uh, Grammy drinking game is to take a sip every time LL Cool J licks his lips. You'll be Uh dead halfway through the show, man. This was a good way to start 2014 off, Jay, man, with the Grammy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the Pro Bowl is going on, too. Well, I know. And, and when you mix the Grammys and the Pro Bowl, you know who ought to get a Grammy for the best trash-talking, Jay, man? My boy, Richard Sherman. I think so. Hell, yes. He had a big week, made an unbelievable play. Made an unbelievable play to save the day for the uh, Seattle Super Seahawks or whatever their name is. Seattle, of course, remember our our good friend uh, Jamie picking Seattle. Yeah. Go all the way. As did I. uh, Yeah, yeah. You had uh, Seattle. Well, I had them in the uh, Super Bowl. Again? I had them in the Bengals. The Bengals, right. And I had Denver and San Francisco. So between us, we were we correct. <laughs> we are outstanding football prognosticators. Yes, we are. Yeah. But uh, anyway, with Mr. Sherman, uh, after the game, yeah. he also uh, kind of let loose over there on the sideline. A and, little uh, let's bit. Just, in case... In case there's anybody out there who did not hear Richard Sherman with Aaron Andrews, here it is. Let's send you down to the field and Aaron Andrews. Joe, thank you so much. Richard, let me ask you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Who was talking about you? Crabtree, don't you open your mouth about the best. Oh, yeah, I'm going to set it for you real quick. L-O-B. All right, before – and, Joe, back over to you. All right, well, we saw – L-O-B. <laughs> what is that? I never got that. Legion, Legion of Boom. That is the nickname <laughs> of the Seattle defense that it apparently is? a 12-year-old came up with. Yeah, yeah. That's a stupid <laughs> some, some nickname. Teenager. Legion of Boom, L-O-B. Um so that was it, and uh, it was really, you have to watch the video of it to really get the full effect. Oh, yeah. Uh, get the full Richard Sherman experience there. Uh, afterwards, That could be a, uh, could he, be a ride at Disney World. <laughs> it could be. The Richard Sherman experience. <laughs> yeah, you try to throw a ball, and he would slap it down and scream <laughs> at you. I'm the best. Don't bring that weak pass towards me. Noodle arm. Get, get that shit out of here. <laughs> you know, Richard Sherman to me sounds a lot like Jesse Ferg. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, just a badass man. Yeah, well, true, true. But uh, needless to say, uh, some people didn't find Richard as entertaining as you and I did. <laughs> I thought he was great. Yeah, some people uh, took to Twitter and Facebook and expressed their disappointment. <laughs> oh. And uh, some people out there, I don't want to name names, 
Uh, some people said that it was the ugliest thing they've ever seen in their life. To which I replied, congrats on your beautiful and wonderful life you have lived. No kidding. Because <laughs> I saw uglier shit than that at my family reunion. <laughs> and they it, they no doubt had tweeted, tweeted that while they were buttering a, a nice muffin for their 2.4 children. And... Probably so. Yeah. Living in their per- perfect little mm-hmm. uh, white flight neighborhood in the suburbs. Gated, of course. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I hate what happens outside the gates. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then there was all the people out there who uh, projected their fears of a big, mean black man onto Erin Andrews and assumed that she was just as terrified as they were. Yes. <laughs> that, Sean that, Hannity uh, was one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, you know I he's scared so, of him. I felt so sorry for her. Uh-huh. He had to be scared. Well, you know, I mean, Sean Hannity, he's he's scared of Barack Obama. So every black man's scared. Because if you're afraid of Barack Obama, you're afraid of every black man on earth. <laughs> <laughs> you're afraid other, of just about other, everybody. Yeah, other than maybe Urkel and Webster. <laughs> Barack's pretty intimidating. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't be coming up to me talking that perfect English, buddy. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. But it's it's nice. The Super Bowl you know what Richard Sherman had added to this upcoming Super Bowl, J Man? <laughs> what? He added some color. God, I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were that. Well, you added a little color. Yeah. <laughs> Some angry color. Uh-huh. Yeah. Angry black man. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I heard you know, that interview with Rich Eisen. And he was, you know, oh, they asked him, oh, who, do you, who would you still, who would you rather interview next week? Peyton Manning or Richard Sherman? And I thought, oh, he's going to say Peyton Manning because Peyton's his, Good old boy buddy, who you know, you know, puts a hand in a headlock and gives him a little head rub, and you know, makes makes How everybody you doing, think big that fella? He, Rich, yeah, it makes him makes everybody think that he and Rich are best buddies that go have a beer afterwards. And he immediately goes, "Oh, Peyton, he's just you know, so, and he's just such a great quote, and he's just, oh, blah blah blah." Hmm. No, he's not. He's a he's a robot. That is a good old boy, good Christian boy. He is. Yeah, maybe he'll, maybe he'll, maybe Rich just wants Peyton to treat him to some Papa John's. Uh-huh. <laughs> Peyton, can we go get us a pizza? Sure, little buddy. What do you want on it? Oh, speaking of little buddy, 2014 was a disastrous year for one, Russell Johnson. Oh, yes. Terrible. The professor passed away at the age 89. Nobody knows yeah. what he died What he died of. Kidney failure. Oh, no. Yeah, I thought it was old age. No, it was kidney failure. Probably mm-hmm. due to old age, but, you know, they still have to report on this. 
I might I might check that place out. Well, you should. I think they're in Little Rock. It'd be a little drive for you. Yeah, well, you know. I'm gonna go down but there I and hear get they're open deal. on the weekends. Yeah, there you go, see? Yeah, I could, you know, leave around 7 a.m., be there around 9.30 in the morning, drop the car and the notebook off. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, catch a cab, go down to the Clinton Library. There you go. Hang out there. Check out the Blue Dress. They got a Waffle House down in Little Rock. (laughs) They got a couple of Waffle Houses. There you go. Gosh, that's a big (laughs) one. In fact, fact, they got a Waffle House out there by the airport that uh, got robbed while I was there one time. So, great memories. Coincidence? Great memories. (laughs) Great memories of uh, Little Rock Waffle Houses. So, I might go back back there and see if it happens again. Uh I, I don't recommend sitting up at the counter close to the register at the <laughs> Waffle House. No. no. It's probably, that didn't work out as well as I'd hoped. So, well, i tell you what else has happened uh, in 2014. Uh, there was a, uh, an, uh, uh, an epic United States slash Russia summit. Happened. Yes, there was. John Kerry, Secretary of State, uh, <laughs> great American. Oh, yeah. Statesman, patriot. Yes. Uh, hosted uh, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov mm-hmm. in Washington, and they had a they had a little get-together, talk some things over, and uh, the IWS radio surveillance equipment was there. <laughs> Great. And we picked yep, we picked up uh, John Kerry and you know John, you know, you know what a riot he is. He's what an exciting speaker he is. Yeah. So let's uh, let's check in with John and see how things went. All right. All right. Uh, uh good afternoon uh, everyone and <clears throat> uh welcome to this uh summit uh this uh, Meeting between two uh, long-time uh, friends, the United States and uh, Russia. I'm here today to uh, catch up with my old buddy here, uh, Russian Foreign Minister Sergey Lavrov. It, it's always Sergey. <laughs> you, know, you guys, it's always Sergey with you people. You, know, it, you need to be more creative with uh, with you, when you name your kids. Yeah, everyone just goes with Sergey. Maybe uh, put a little more thought into it. Maybe go with a, a unique name like John. <laughs> I, te- I teach you, Sergey. Of course, I've known you a long time. Uh, good friends. Um, <clears throat> you know, before we get started with this uh, very serious discussion uh, dealing with uh, uh, very serious issues of the international community, uh, I have I have a gift for Minister Lavrov. I have I have here two two not one but two uh, really uh, beautiful uh, Idaho russet potatoes. Uh, would you just look at those, Sergey? They're they're, they're gorgeous. Uh, <clears throat> my chief of staff, uh, David Wade, uh, a gifted public servant and uh, expert on international relations, uh, ran uh, to uh, Whole Foods, oh, Trader Joe's, tra- really Trader Joe's, uh, and uh, picked those up for you uh, today, and uh, they're organic. Sergey, they're organic. I mean, that's just beautiful. Uh, the potatoes, uh, 
pretty amazing. Uh, Solanum tubersum is its scientific name. Uh, the starch grows wild from the Americas to uh, southern areas of Chile. Potato, uh, you know, Sergei, was probably first cultivated in Peru uh, and uh, extreme northwestern areas of what is uh, today uh, Belize, uh, somewhere around 10,000 years ago. Uh, <clears throat> then after following, uh, you know, centuries of selective breeding, and uh, there's now uh, some, something like a, a thousand different types of uh, potatoes, Sergei. I mean, thousand different types. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Of course, uh, when most people think of potatoes, they, they think of my ancestral homeland of, of, of Ireland. Well, I'm not really 100% Irish. Someone did one of those uh, genealogy uh, studies for me one time, and uh, it was really fascinating. Um, you know, they use DNA for that. And uh, modern science is just uh, fascinates me all the time. And I'm sure it does. Our distinguished and very accomplished guest, Mr. Lavrov here. <clears throat> you know, they found out that I'm, I'm part Jewish, uh, which was uh, really weird. But luckily, uh, it's not the part that loves lobster and clams. <laughs> Are you Jewish? Sergey? Uh, no? Okay. Well, that's good. Well, no, not good, you know. I don't I don't mean to sound that way. Obviously, I have lots of very good uh, Jewish friends and 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 uh we're very good friends with Israel. I was just, you know, in case, you know. You know, we're any All right. All right. <laughs> Senator Kerry seems to be uh kind of very out of character tonight. He's kind of gone off on a little tangent there. Well, and, uh, so we'll, we'll check in. We'll check in there again here after a while and see what uh, what substantive stuff they're talking about. I'm just glad I'm not taking any Nyquil right now. <laughs> not that he's not fascinating. No, no, brilliant man, brilliant man. Yes. Yeah. And. Uh, God, I love NyQuil. That's good stuff right there. Oh, did you see now they have NyQuil Severe? <laughs> I bet that stuff made proof. <laughs> I bet it is. I'm going to try some of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take some NyQuil Severe on ice, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can make jello shots out of them. Quill shots. <laughs> I like it. You know what I, I discovered in 2014? What's that? Apple pie moonshine. Oh, yeah. I saw that picture on your Facebook page. Yep. Midnight moon moonshine. And it does taste like apple pie. Well, I know. tell you. That's good you know, stuff right a, there. I got a mason jar full of it back in November. Did you? At my brother's birthday party. Didn't share it, hmm? Okay. I did. Yeah, well, I shared it on Facebook. <laughs> I shared a picture yeah. of it. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. You know, yeah. I could, that probably, that's what I need right now. Probably is. Straighten me right is. up. It, it's not real moonshine. Um, not, you know, like the, the real right. moonshine one would right. get back in the woods in Newton County, Arkansas. Uh, that stuff just burns for days. 
chug a lug, chug a lug. Don't you love it? <laughs> makes don't it make your tummy burn? <laughs> yeah, um, that's good stuff. Anyway, uh, the apple pie is good. I understand that the strawberry is good. I understand the blackberry is good. And uh, they have a cherry. Uh, I'm a big fan. I like cherries. I like, but uh, I agree with our, our our good friend Sweet Lou. She says that she's afraid the cherry would taste like cough syrup. Yeah. She may be right. You know what I like, Jay Man? What's that? I like when people call in at 661-244-9852. This is a talk show, so yes. People can call in and talk to us about uh, their wild and crazy 2014. Yeah. The good times, the bad times. The trying times. Yeah. And or home remedies for a sore throat. That, and well, a yeah. So if people have some of that going on, probably tell you to take a spoonful of something that tastes just awful. <laughs> no doubt. Uh-huh. Well, you know, Russell Johnson wasn't the only one who left us in 2014. Really? Yeah, and I know you were a big fan of uh, Daniel Madden, better known to most people as Reuben Kincaid. Reuben Kincaid. And the old Partridge family. Yeah, I I'll tell you what, say, him. man, I, I looked and looked for an audio of his, and um, really nothing was outstanding. <laughs> well, he wasn't, you know, you know, he, he was just there. He was a he subtle dared. guy. He was a yeah. He was you know, an every you know, man. Yeah, he was kind of you know lusting after Mrs. Partridge. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, publicly, in private, it was all Susan Day's what he was looking for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you who. I'll tell you. Um, in addition to Reuben Kincaid, we lost a great one this year, J-Man. Dan Deardorff. Who's that? Dan Deardorff. Ah. Uh, he's dead. The great gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. 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 But, um, he always laid it Killed all out up. there. Oh yeah. Left it all on the field and yeah. in the uh broadcast booth. Yeah. What have you. As evidenced by this comment. Well he's got he's got a uh, he's got a nice package. See? Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Jay man. I searched and searched for Dan Deardorff things. That guy must be employing reputation.com. Yep. Well, anyway, I'm just glad he's gone. I mean... Dead, but not forgotten. I mean, I'll I'll miss him terribly. (laughs) I know. Also uh, leaving us in 2014, mm-hmm. Ruth De- Ruth Dicini. Who is that? The last remaining female munchkin. 
from the original oh, Wizard of Oz. Oh, that. I didn't know that was her name. Yep, 95 years old. Which, that's a heck of a run for a little one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and, you, and you just got a big laugh from the studio <laughs> audience. <laughs> and I tell you, and, uh, and I got to give credit to uh, um, Jimmy Kimmel, who had a truly great line because uh, uh, Ruth died on the same day as Russell Johnson and, and Daniel Madden. And uh, he said, uh, "He said that old adage is true. These terrible things always do happen in two and a half." Oh <laughs> you know, that's pretty good. <laughs> Oh, that's way better than Jimmy Fallon's got. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah, so uh so anyway we'll we'll miss Ruth. And the warm and wonderful Tiffany Lynch is in in the house, Jamie. I see that. Welcome to Tiffany, one of our favorite people. And she mentioned yeah. <laughs> Phyllis Diller, which you and I know is ironic. Uh-huh. Because probably our next show, her lesser-known brother will be making an appearance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got him booked. Bill. Yeah. We got her brother, Bill. Phil booked. Phil booked. Good old Phil Diller. Yeah, and uh, by the way, that next show, uh, folks, will be on February 11th. Mark your calendars. Uh, we assume it'll be at 8 p.m. Eastern, but you never know. But uh, unless we decide to do one on an odd day, but uh, next Sunday, of course, is Super Bowl Sunday, so so we won't be here on Sunday night. No, we'll be we watching won't. the Super Bowl. We'll be watching the Super Bowl, and. Uh, Eating some uh, tacos and uh, really? nachos, nachos, and you know, good good standard American fare. Exactly. You know, yeah. Jamie, and I should invite myself to a Super Bowl party again this year. <laughs> you should. You need to throw that out there on uh, on Facebook again, like you did last maybe, year. And yeah, maybe I'll do that tonight after the show. Yeah, invite yourself to. Uh, the Super Bowl party worked out well last year. It did. It was kind of like an AA meeting in which I wasn't participating, but it was fun. <laughs> I needed to know the ground rules. No one told me the ground rules. Yeah, that's unfortunate, you know. <laughs> they probably what well, they had a little uh little tin of uh Leftover Christmas cookies. Uh-huh. A nice <laughs> bucket full of eight-ounce cans of Sprite. Yeah, the bottled water. Yeah. And then I walk in, hey! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Time to get hey, this party well. started. <laughs> You know, that is one time I wasn't trying to be a jerk. It just happened. (laughs) So unfortunate. I know. (laughs) 
Well, um, let's see. You know, we were talking about Richard Sherman earlier, mm-hmm. and uh, all the hoopla around that. Well, there was a little, there was another uh, ugly display that happened here late in 2014, just this last Friday night. Really? Uh, Carmelo Anthony, uh, the New York Knicks, scored 62 points, which seems like a great uh, performance, right? Right. Well, it didn't take. It did not take uh, the the sports media long to point out that he had zero assists, and they were outraged, Matt. Outraged. Well, and, they should uh, be. Yeah, at his selfishness. And I tell you what, um, our good friend Reverend Moneymaker oh, is extremely displeased with uh, with both Richard Sherman and and uh, Carmelo Anthony. And uh, uh-huh. he wanted to uh, wanted a little platform to express his views, and of course, you know, why not? That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. So uh, take it away, Reverend. Hello again, friends. Reverend Moneymaker here for IWS Radio, and better know your Bible. 2014 was a glorious year in many respects, but unfortunately, it was sullied by a couple of very ugly acts of selfishness in the sports world. First, there was the terrible and offensive rant by Seattle football player Richard Sherman when he just went off on that poor, sweet, innocent little girl, Erin Andrews, after the NFC Championship game. Erin looked scared for her life, and I don't blame her. I was really worried about her myself. Sherman somehow managed to make the whole thing about himself, and he did it in the ugliest way possible. If I were the NFL commissioner, I would suspend him for the Super Bowl. You know, it's necessary for those people to be reminded to stay in their place, and it's important for authority always win. Then, just as the Sherman stuff was all calming down, There was another outrageous act of brazen selfishness on Friday night. Carmelo Anthony scored 62 points for the New York Knicks against the Charlotte Bobcats. That would seem like a great accomplishment, but when you examine the game's stats, you see that he had zero assists. I was shocked by this. God has put us all on this earth that he created some 7,000 years ago to assist others. We are here to help our fellow man out. Everyone should be dishing out assists all day long. Carmelo, or Mello as he's known to the kids, couldn't be bothered to help out his teammates even one time. You can celebrate those 62 points if you want. But personally, I found his performance to be disgusting. See, friends, while it's true that Sherman and Anthony did some great things and are fabulously talented men, they are clearly in it only for themselves. They're not like other players in their leagues, guys like Wes Welker, and Steve Nash, 
Wes is my favorite football player, and Steve is my favorite professional athlete of all. Wes and Steve don't play for themselves. They play for their teams. They don't go out there every night and say, what can I do to call attention to myself? Instead, they say, what can I do to make my teammates better and to help us win as a team? That's what makes them special. They aren't running to the nearest camera and mugging for the simple-minded fans out there. They're head down and humble at all times. Heck, just look at the big play Wes Welker made against the Patriots when he blocked defensive back Aqib Talib. Welker, who suffered two concussions this season, risked his physical and mental well-being to make the big block on Talib on a very, very important play that also sent Talib straight to the MRI chamber and finished him off for the rest of the game. Now that's what it takes to be a team player right there. That took courage. And after that dirty hit, I mean that amazing block, did Wes run to the nearest camera and start screaming at some scared little girl? Of course not. He praised God for giving Talib that hip injury that took him out for the rest of the game and gave Denver a better chance to win. And, and, and this is important, it made sure that Aqib Talib would not come back into the game and get revenge. Because you know somebody with the name Aqib Talib is probably always looking for revenge. My point is that let's all go through life more like Wes Welker and Steve Nash. Let's have a little more humility. Let's focus on making the big block so someone else can score. Let's focus on dishing out some assists so our friends and family and anyone who really needs it will get a chance to score also. Okay? I want to thank Matt Mann and J-Man for giving me this platform and the opportunity to speak to their vast and diverse worldwide audience. For IWS Radio, this has been the Reverend Moneymaker. God bless. Hi, this is Jesse Ferg, and when I'm not yelling penis in a crowded church, I'm listening to I'm With Stupid. Was that over the line? No, I didn't think so. Alright. Well, contribution from Jesse Ferg there. The man. Yeah, talk about a guy who needs a little assist in scoring now. What? what? Anyway. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I kid because I care. And for those of you who came in late and don't know the Fergmeister, Hello, my name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Everybody dance. Ooh, Jesse Ferg. Rock me, Jesse Ferg. 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 
Oh, yeah. The man is sexier than Brown Beasley. What? Considerably. Considerably. <laughs> that doesn't mean Brown Beasley's not a sexy man. No, he could very it's, well be. <clears throat> it just tells you how uh, how sexy Jesse you know who's really a, is. You know who's a sexy woman, though, J-Man, don't you? Who's that? Hallo ihr Lieben, hier spricht die Sunny und ich liebe die IWS Radio Show. Hi there, this is Sunny speaking and I just love, love, love the IWS Radio Show. Happy Oktoberfest, Bad and Jay. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oktober, baby. Mm-hmm. Deutschland über alles. baby. <laughs> yep. You know who else? It's really sexy. Who's that? I am going to listen to IWS Radio and dream of Jay and Matt all night long. Mm-hmm. That's some kosher hotness right there. <laughs> Speaking of hot babes, yeah, terrible, terrible news in 2014, Matt. What's that? The captain and Tennille oh, broke up. I know. Filed for divorce. Daryl Dragon, the late great Daryl Dragon. Yeah. And uh, Catherine Antoinette Tony. Neil. Really? Is that her name? I made it up. <laughs> yeah, that's her name. <laughs> and, uh, yep, they uh, 38 years of marriage. 39. And, uh, 39. Couldn't make it to the big 4-0, could they? Oh, no. No, they oh, couldn't. No. No. Some uh, people are slackers. I'm not one of them. No. No. <laughs> You're still hanging in there, what, 26-plus years now? Yeah, may I'll be 27. There you go. That's the way it's done. Setting I, the think, maybe, for all I think maybe if I hit 50, my son will come see me. Oh, really? Yeah. You, yeah. Got, you didn't talk to Rhino this week? I haven't talked to him since the uh, day before the, our last show, J-Man. Really? Yeah. He didn't call. He didn't call. He didn't wander by the beer mine to check on you nope. to see if you're okay in all this no. cold weather and snow and ice. No, no. He didn't do a date thing. He just went about his life and left me there, soulless and lifeless, sitting in the drive-through every weekend. I didn't know what to do with it. I just had no way. Maybe it'd show up. <laughs> maybe. We could hang out maybe a little bit. Have some laughs. Yeah. Yeah, well. Even had a little That's bit unfortunate. of unfortunate. Yeah, I know. Yep. Oh. There's John Legend singing at the Grammys. Oh! J-Man. 
let me sit down for a second. Let me tell you this, buddy. A little local news for you. In May of this year, which is 2015, right? Because 2014's over. Right. Yeah. John Legend will be performing in his hometown of Bagwine, Ohio. Outstanding. Yeah. And, and I like how the newspaper described it for an hour or so. <laughs> an hour or so. An hour or so. And he will probably bring Miss Chrissy Teigen with him. Boy, he better. Because uh-huh. if he doesn't, I ain't going to go see him. What the hell? Oh, shit, no. Yeah, so here in Bagwine. <laughs> In the spring. Now, well, where will he be performing? Will he be performing down at uh, O'Malley's Bar and Grill? <laughs> no. He'll be, uh, will he be performing at the, at the uh, Bagwine Special Event Center and youth, <laughs> and youth Hostel? You know, you mock us. You mock us. <laughs> we actually have a nice venue here. It's called the Cus Auditorium. <laughs> and that's where he's going to be. <laughs> okay, but I really like the Bagwine Special Event Center and Youth Hostel. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, that'd be fun. I think everybody get out there and go see John Legend. Mm-hmm. And uh, snap a couple of pictures of Chrissy Teigen. And maybe, you know, maybe, Matt... Um, my good friend, uh, Pepper Ty, Chrissy's mother, will be there yeah. too. You know, I don't I know should... if I've ever mentioned I, I've ever I don't know if I've ever mentioned this or anything, but uh, but uh, she follows me on Twitter. Uh, we're, yes, we're good you friends. have mentioned that. Not often oh, okay. enough, though. Oh, okay. Well, I just you know, didn't know for sure. You know, I should be able to get a press pass, shouldn't I? Well, I would think so. <laughs> IWS World Media Entertainment Division. Hello. Uh-huh. You'll have to wear, you know, one of those uh, one of those hats like the, uh, you know, the press guys always wear, or just wear, you know, Matt Drudge's cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. <laughs> Put a little, little rattlesnake skin band on, on uh-huh. and uh, stick your IWS press pass in the in the in the band. And uh, Tiffany Hamilton in the uh, chat room says, John Legend went to our high school. Do you think he would play at our reunion? I don't see why not. Well, I think the studio audience summed it up. by. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. I think he Apparently, Apparently, she's a little skeptical. Hmm. Yeah, cynical even. I think he's like ten years younger than Tiffany and I. So. Yeah. Was and he's about ten years older than Chrissy. Really? Oh yeah. She's only like twenty-seven. 
something like that. Really? Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's still a youngin'. So. I'll tell you what. Well, uh, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, checking some of the headlines from 2014, unless you had something you wanted to discuss. Well, you know, Schmoop was laughing in the background seconds mm-hmm. ago. It's, um, her laughter is hiding a lot of pain. <laughs> As year. always. Oh, my As goodness. As always. She has not had a good 2014. Oh, poor Schmoop. And she lays it all, she lays it all out here. Hi, Schmoop here, and 2014 has been a stellar year for me. It was the year that I finally began receiving unemployment pay after being callously let go from my job right before Christmas. Yep, being unemployed is great. I get up every morning, have a cup of coffee, decide that the coffee isn't helping my low self-esteem any. So by 9 a.m., I'm sitting at the table drinking beer while reflecting on what a worthless individual I am. Three beers and an hour later, I start to feel better about myself. So I get up from the table, walk over to the window, and watch the demolition crew tear down the old hospital across the street. I grab another beer and fantasize about how I would love to drive that big claw machine thing they use and tear down the building where I used to work. It makes me giddy for a second, and then I am hustled back to reality by the noise of Matt Man coughing and nearly crying because his itsy bootsy throat is so sore. Don't get me wrong, I feel bad for the guy, but him being sick cuts in on my time to wallow in my self-pity and feelings of worthlessness. 2014 was supposed to be all about how the dastardly car dealer fate dealt me a bad hand. But no. Shortly into the year, my quasi-gay boyfriend has to develop tuberculosis of the throat or whatever. God, he's such a Nancy. And I don't know what's up with him, but lately, the gas he has been putting out. Oh dear God, the gas. I don't know what crawled up inside of him and died, but it smells like a Syrian refugee camp here lately. And there's the cat, Corky. Every morning while I'm trying to drink my Rise and Shine beer, she yells at me. She doesn't meow, rub my leg, or say, Hi, Mom, good to see ya. Nope. She yells at me to get her food, change her water, and clean her litter. And then once I do that, she eats gets a drink, shits, and then begs my gay boyfriend to hold her. What do I get out of the deal? Heartache. So I go back over to the window to watch the destruction of the hospital. But as usual, I can't see across the street because of the never-ending blizzard of 2014. Finally, after fixing his lunch, Gas Boy goes to work and I curl up on the couch, rub my ever-expanding stomach, and watch reruns of the Kardashians. Later, I get up to make some chicken nuggets, eat, and then go to bed. I only eat a little bit before bed, because I know I'll wake up at 2 in the morning and have a bowl of mashed potatoes and chip chopped ham as I watch the Cartoon Network and listen to my own personal Marcus Bachman snore on the couch. 
And then I go back to bed for good with heaviness upon my heart and ham grease on my premenopausal mustache and weep myself to sleep. So, to sum up 2014 according to Schmoop, jobless, fat, poor mustache, stinky gay boyfriend, and a bitchy cat who adores gay guys with gas. 2014 can blow me, just like the daily blizzard of 2014 has. You're listening to I'm Stupid on the BTR Network, and I'm Naked. Man, poor Smooth. <laughs> well, yeah, she's had a rough year. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. I got to tell you, though, Matt, just as that, uh, as she was starting there, Taylor Swift was on the Grammys playing the piano, and I'm pretty sure she was singing on my own. <laughs> really? There. Yeah, singing, doing that song. Yeah, I think so. But uh, anyway, I hope Smoop. I hope Smoop's doing okay. I hope that was kind of therapeutic for. Her. I think it was. Kind of just get it out there. And it was therapeutic for me because I said, "Come on, you got to record something." I can't hardly talk. <laughs> she's a trooper. Well, you know, Smoop's always. She's always there for you. She's always ready to step up. And uh. And, uh, yeah. Comes through in the clutch. Yeah, she does. She's a clutch player. She is a clutch player. There was a. Um, another terrible incident happened in 2014, Matt, here in Redneckville. The KFC closed. Oh, God, that's right. It's been rough. It's been rough. How are you Start holding day up? for Redneckville. <laughs> barely, barely. Uh, I'm going to have to go down to uh, Edwards Grocery. <laughs> God. I have and never heard of this please- place. Well, Edwards, gro- the people-pleasing place... Chickens, it's not that good. They're fried chicken oh. at the deli. I just don't. Um, so, I have to try out Edwards's. But uh, a number of people uh, actually said that uh, they were selling drugs through the drive thru at KFC. Really? Yeah. And uh, that pisses me off because I never know about these things until it's too late. You like would that like time a when I lived oxy up. cotton with your chicken, wouldn't you? I would exactly what I think. A little hillbilly heroin right there. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, you know, when I lived in Springfield, Missouri, it was like, you know, I, I never knew that the girl who lived in the uh, studio in the building right across from mine was uh, was hooking out of that apartment. I just thought she was popular. Exactly. I was going to say that. <laughs> I just thought she was a really friendly girl. And uh, you were probably saying to yourself, "I wish I had friends like that." Exactly. Uh, I wish I wish I could be her friend. 
I would have loved to have, you know, she'd still, you know, not been in jail on National Hug Day. But well, I'll tell you what, our, you know, national day, our national days of celebration on the IWS Facebook page are just going crazy. Going crazy. That's right. But you know who uh, who had a big 2014, especially on National Hug Day? Who's that? Drew Peacock. I bet he did. He oh, was boy, born did he. for Hug Day. Yeah, and I tell you what, he just he can't stand it. He wanted to tell us all about it. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Drew Peacock here for IWS Radio in the Sensual Side Life. 2014 was the sexiest sex year ever for your favorite stud, Drew. Oh, you know what that means, baby. Uh Uh-huh. While most people... Hate it when they get snowed in. The peacock just loves it. There's nothing more fun than staying home on a cold winter's day to keep your lover warm. Oh yeah, baby. All day cuddles. All those snow days when all you have to do is make a hot breakfast and then have it in bed. Oh yeah, that's so sensual. Bacon, eggs, toast, and some sexily seasoned hash browns. That hits the spot, baby. You pair that with some coffee and a little sugar and cream and you got enough energy to get back under those covers and warm each other up. Then it's just a whole morning of making love. Oh yeah, love me long time, baby. Then you both take a nice hot shower together so you'll be clean and fresh for an afternoon of snuggling. Right after you have a little lunch, you put on a sexy movie like Nine and a Half Weeks or E2 Mama Tambien or Spring Breakers and then it's just spooning and cooing and patting all day before you get busy again, baby. Oh, yeah. Keeping each other so warm on a snowy day. You know I love to love you, baby. But my favorite day of the whole year in 2014 was January 21. That's because the 21st was National Hug Day. Oh, yeah, I love to give Big warm hugs to people. It makes them so happy. So on National Hug Day, I just go around town and I walk up to strangers and I say, Hey, it's National Hug Day, baby. What you need is a whole lot of me wrapped around 
a whole lot of you. And people say, oh, yeah, Drew, baby, give me a hug. And then I make a new friend. If I were president, every day would be hug day. We would all start the day just by giving each other a loving hug. You walk into work and hug your co-workers and hug your boss. And then you would hug your clients and customers all through the day. It would make them so happy. Oh, yeah, baby. I want you to be happy for the best part. Of hug days when I put on my free hugs t-shirt and I go down to the mall and I just hug it out. And let me tell you, those young ladies down there at the mall shopping for some Victoria's Secret just love to be hugged, especially by big, strong, older Sexy man. Oh, yeah, baby. It makes them tingle in their happy place. And mine, too. Oh, yeah. Let's have a big National Hug Day next year. I'm already excited for it. Oh. For IWS Radio, exploring the sensual side of life. This has been Drew Peacock. Stay sexy, baby. I am going to listen to IWS Radio and dream of Jay and Matt all night long. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> different, different. True, you know, Different kind of guy. And I'll tell you what, Jamie. Let me tell you what. Drew Peacock's spot was sponsored by Hewlett Goodyear's Tire Emporium and Computer Fix the Place, where in February, with the purchase of a new set of Michelin tires, you will receive a free and exclusive computer app to ChristianMingle.com. Hewlett Goodyear's Tire Emporium and Computer <laughs> Fix-It Place, where the rubber meets the information superhighway. <laughs> oh, boy. You should try that one out. You might get married. <laughs> I might, you know, it might work out better than the uh, you yeah. know, looking for true love and marriage group on, uh, on Facebook. Exactly. You want a good Christian woman, Jay Man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do. One you can trust. One that knows her place in the kitchen. <laughs> exactly. One who submits. Submits knows gracefully. The man is the head of the household. That's right. As uh, as as uh, Mike Huckabee, as I <laughs> said, you know, women's job to submit gracefully. Exactly. To their husband. Because there's nothing wrong with submitting, if you do it gracefully. Exactly. <laughs> the huckster knows his stuff. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling somebody submitted ungracefully one time. <laughs> Maybe put up a little fight. <laughs> he didn't care for it. <laughs> Maybe 
Janet scratched him a little. <laughs> you mean his husband or wife? His wife? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yes, that's unfortunate. <laughs> and we've entered the twelve-year-old uh, boy segment of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Phone lines are still open, y'all. As they always are at six six one two four four. 9852. You see how I'm really just laying it all on the line, J-Man? I know. You are giving it all you've got tonight. I've got three Vicodin and two steel reserves in me because, you know, you i got to be there for the people. That's right. You are the Wes Welker of Internet Radio. I'm scrappy. Yeah. A couple of uh, concussions, sore throat, not going to slow you down. No. You're going to lay, you lay out Talik Akib. That's right. If necessary. Hey, I'll tell you what else happened here in uh, big controversy here in Red Rockville oh. this year, Matt, in 2014. What's that? Um, well, a letter to the editor suddenly appeared in the Daily Disappointment. Oh. And uh, this woman was pissed. And she had found out that the city of Redneckville had been given a major award by a by an organization here in in, in America. Did it say Fragili? No, no, it was the Love Thy Neighbor Award. Really? Given to cities, given to cities that are just full of love and decency, and you know, loving each other and and all that all stuff. Right. And uh, the mayor and the city council rejected the award. And uh, she couldn't believe it. She she thought that that award should have been accepted and put right up there on the old trophy case, right next to the 1997 Volunteer Community of the Year and the 2003 Water Supply Water Supply Certified Safe Awards <laughs> that we've received over the years. And, and the uh, 1957 only... and the 1957 Best Clan. Best damn clan meeting ever. Well, you, you ruined the joke because oh my God. the part the part she left out was that this this all American organization that gave us this award was the KKK. Oh my God, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> On both counts. <laughs> you want to hit me right now, don't you? <laughs> you know, just walk over the punchline. It's okay, man. Just, just step right on my joke there. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> anyway, yes, the uh, <laughs> my throat doesn't feel so good right now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Woo, it's hot in this room. It's just steaming. I apologize. And uh, that's really not even the absolute best part. The absolute best part was the letter was written by Mrs. Thomas Robb. Thomas Robb, of course, being the Grand Wizard of the National KKK. <laughs> of course. Who, you know, lives just up the road from Redneckville. Oh. Mm -hmm. Your royalty. Oh, yeah. I'd like to live near a wizard. That'd be cool. <laughs> I bet you would. 
Ja. There's that. And yeah. hey, why don't we check in with uh, with John Kerry for the last time, okay. <laughs> the second and last time, and uh, see what he's uh, discussing now. I also like them fried quite a bit. And uh, I like the skin on. You know, that's where the, the nutrients are. And, and you know, Sergey, you got to get the, the nutrients from them. It's not just, uh, you know, oral pleasure that we're looking for here. Uh, but, you know, you, you fry them, you slice them up. Uh, you know, uh, Belgium and France argue over who uh, invented the French fry. Uh, most historians are pretty sure it really was the Belgians, and uh, but they're called French fries because uh, Belgian cuisine was uh, assimilated uh, into French cuisine uh, way back. Uh, again, fascinating. The history is just amazing. But, uh, as I was saying, you, you know, you slice the potatoes up with the skin on, and you you just throw it down in the the fry daddy. You know. You know, however long, get them really crispy on the outside and, and soft in the middle. And then uh, when, I, when you pull them out of the, the fry daddy, Sergey, and this is very important, David, everybody, uh, when you pull them out of the fry daddy and you you, you, you put them there on the, uh, you got a platter with a you know, paper towel on it and you set them down there on that, this is, this is when they are what the chefs say uh, uh, they are vulnerable. And so this is when you want to season them, you got your salt or your, other seasonings that you might use uh, on them, uh, and uh, that's when you want to do it. Uh, and the, it, otherwise, the salt will just bounce off of it. But if you get them right there, and they still got a little bit of oil on them, it sticks, and they they're even still sizzling, you know, a little that sizzling thing. And uh, so that that's that's when you want to do that. And it's important to do that. It's when it's when it tastes best. <clears throat> you can if you you can uh, bake the potatoes that way about halfway through and then fry fry them up the rest of the way and you get a little less oil it's probably a little healthier that way but uh either way you know uh, delicious I, I tell you what all this uh talk of uh potatoes guys has made me hungry um david let's uh let's have steak and potato for dinner tonight what do you say let's put that on the schedule um and uh let's, no let's go with baked let's just go ahead and go with baked uh you know take them you just rub some butter on them I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure the staff, I'm sure they know exactly what to do. They're, they're professionals, but, uh, you know, you just take the, the potato, you wash it, and then uh, you just kind of rub some butter on it, put it in a 450-degree oven for about 15 minutes so the skin will get a little bit of cri- crispy, and then you turn the oven down to 400 for another 30 minutes or so, depending on the size of the potato, of course. Um, and then... Uh, and then I just have uh, butter, salt, and pepper on mine. Again, Teresa would would have sour cream on hers, but I'm a, I'm a butter guy, <clears throat> and I really like the steak juices that run around the potato too. That's why I like baked with my uh, with my steak. And juices run all under there, and uh, goodness, that, that's very good. Do you, and I can tell Sergey, you you enjoy that very much. We have much more in common than we do uh, in opposition, and, and that's what this this meeting is all about. And uh, so, you know, we, we should probably go ahead and, and get started with it. And uh, I believe the first item on the, the agenda is uh, the Olympics. And, uh, you know, Sergey, uh, McDonald's is a big sponsor of the Olympic team. And, boy, I mean, are they famous for their, their French fries. 
You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the internet at IWSRadio.com. Yeah, well, he's he's about ready to start that summit. Well, he'll get to it eventually. Yeah. Some people prepare in different ways. Mm-hmm. His way is a filibuster, you know. So. Uh huh. Yeah. Foreign Minister Lavrov is probably sound asleep. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's another. Uh, there was another situation that happened with a, a great American statesman. Really? This week. I don't know if you saw this or not, Matt, but the uh, the Arizona State Republican Party. Oh boy, I know voted, where you're going. Voted formally to censure Senator John McCain for not being conservative enough. He's too liberal, Jay man. <laughs> He's a flaming liberal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh he is uh he voted to fund Obamacare. Uh which of course meant he voted yes on the budget. Exactly. God's sake. Uh and uh he uh he voted yes on immigration reform. Yeah. Outrageous. Why would Outrageous. we want that? Let's keep it the way it is. Yeah, everything's great the way it is. There's no problem with immigration right now. Oh. But uh, anyway, the uh, members of the Arizona Republican Party who uh, you know, saw what John McCain has done, and they said, I've been, I say I've been hornswoggled. <laughs> oh, my God, these people are idiots. And so they voted to censure him. <clears throat> and... Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure, John McCain is devastated. Oh, I'm sure he is. I bet Megan McCain is devastated too. And if she is, I would like to comfort her. I just let her know that I'm here for her. Exactly. <laughs> so, so anyway, that was some big news that happened in 2014. James Garner died. That was terrible. Again? Again? Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Ted man. He can't stay alive. No. No matter how hard he tries. I know. Yeah. Here's a great moment for you, Matt. Mm-hmm. Major League Baseball Commissioner Bud Selig has uh, created a new uh, award to be given out each year. It's a major award. Yeah, of course. And uh, it is the uh, Bud Selig Leadership Award. Good God. And it's going to be given to somebody, you know, so who, you know, in the position of uh, leadership, who uh, does, uh, makes good decisions and is strong and, and, uh, and you know, does good stuff or whatever. I don't know the exact criteria, but uh, they got together and they, uh, the only man they could find that fit the criteria for the Bud Selig Leadership Award this year is uh, Bud Selig. Bud Selig. There you go. <laughs> uh, I'm very proud of him. 
And I know it's a great night. <laughs> Bud Seelig, first recipient of the Bud Seelig Leadership <laughs> Award. <laughs> In other news, Matt. Yes. I was informed today while you were slaving away at the beer mine. I, yes. was, I was informed today that we are the recipient of the inaugural IWS Excellence <laughs> in Internet Radio Award. Excellent. <laughs> so we've got that going for us <laughs> the golden microphone uh-huh. <laughs> so we'll be putting that up on the old uh, on the old uh, bookshelf there trophy that'll probably be on the website tomorrow won't it <laughs> it might be at iwsradio.com. Absolutely. And if you haven't liked this yet, on Facebook, check out on Facebook, IWS Radio. Facebook.com slash IWS Radio. On the old fan page that we had to, uh, we had to get down and dirty with them. And we have. We've been killing J-Man. Yeah. Facebook has, uh, they changed their algorithms. And we got That's around it. Fan, fancy technical talk there. Yeah. You, you ladies don't understand it. Uh, just shoot me an email, I'll explain it to you. Yeah, that's helpful, Jay. If you need a little, you know, a little help with understanding what that is and, uh, also, if you still don't quite understand that, you know, first and ten, second down, third down, fourth or down, how to change a flat tomorrow. tire. Right. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? After that, we need to all calm down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. Maybe have a little poetry reading, J-Man. Mm-hmm. Settle us down. Special poem, and he's under the weather, but he went ahead and did it anyway, Jamie. <clears throat> it's great. Poetry and such with Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings to all of you discerning drinkers of the warm and aromatic coffee of life. That is IWS Radio, renowned poet and IWS literary editor Paul Pyatt here bringing you some of today's finest in the world of poetry, prose, and people. Today, during our journey along the solid boulevard of words made magical and life's pentameters made iambic, I offer unto you a poem by entertainer extraordinaire and poet in his own right, Marcel Marceau from his 1963 book, Inside These Invisible Walls. Here is the mime.
The Mime by Marcel Marceau. And for now, as I travel the road less traveled, bye-bye it. You're listening to I'm With Stupid on the BTR Network. Wow. A task to uh, overcome, J-Man. Uh, touching. Man, get you. That gets you where you live. It does. <clears throat> Boy. I, I faked okay. holding my heart. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Brilliant. Oh, hey, I got a new... Uh, New follower on Twitter really? during the show. Yeah, Mr. Chris Hayden, or Hayden, however he pronounces that. Mm-hmm. He is a hard money lender, internet marketer, entrepreneur, and M- MMA fan. Wow. Sorry. Lost me with the MMA. See ya. <clears throat> Can't do it. Not a fan. Not a fan. Doesn't look like something I would uh, enjoy doing. <laughs> so I don't really see the the fun in putting on a really tight pair of shorts and re- wrestling around with a big muscular dude. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't either. You know what I? Huh? You know what I'd like to do? What? Eh, just feel this way, and you know, a feeling that I got from someone that is a friend of mine on Facebook. Just enjoy this, J-Man. That moment during your ordinary life when something extraordinary happens. Don't question it. Don't let it scare you. Don't wonder if it's too good to be true. Just know that you were blessed with it for a reason. Embrace it. Treasure it. And never let it go. Wow, that's deep. I know. I'm glad I have friends like that to get me through these troubled times. Yeah, very inspiring. Yep. Somebody very talented wrote that. Yeah, exactly. I'm running out of gas. Well, go ahead. All that, uh, all that, uh, all that potato talk by John Kerry's got me hungry. (laughs) I know. Well, I'll tell you what, I can't get my mind off of it. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just sitting here thinking about how as soon as this show is over, I'm gonna grab some tater tots and throw them in the oven and scream. Get in my belly! Oh yeah, gonna do a little spud loving. <laughs> I think so. I'll tell you what. I'll, you know, I gave you some good news about Bagwine, about John Legend coming to town, coming back home. They mm-hmm. say he can't come back home again, but he does. 
um, J-Man after 93 years in Bagwine, they are closing the Snyder Park golf course. Oh, man. I know. A tradition. What are they going to do with it? And they're just going to close it. I guess they figured they could save more money closing it down than paying for the police escorts of getting the white guys to go through the park part <laughs> of Snyder Park back to the golf course. <laughs> It's kind of a sketchy neighborhood, is it? It was sketchy when I was a kid. <laughs> and it took him 30 years to realize that. Uh-huh. Yep. Well. So, yeah, the here's to the Snyder Park Golf Course. It's finally on its 19th hole. Hey, that wasn't bad. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> what are they going to do with that? Turn it into like a cemetery or something? Well, that's probably all where he is, and we don't know it. Yeah, well, you know, most golf courses are just like a big chemical dump anyway, right? I know. God knows what they've been spraying on it to keep it green and pretty. And, uh, <clears throat> and, oh, my God. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's not the yet. That was pretty good. Um, another hit from the kneecap. The old. <laughs> here, let me. I ask, I'm actually opening a beer for medicinal purposes. Another blow to the kneecap. Oh my god, that, that worked. Another blow to the kneecap. There was a, de- a developer who was going to take the old um, Bagwine Waterworks, the swimming pool facility, and turn it into an indoor soccer and tennis recreation place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they canceled. Oh. It's <clears throat> so. unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Tanya Harding sent big old Galuli over to whack you guys in the knee again. I know. Like she did Nancy Kerrigan. Why? Hey, why? Yeah. So. Well, are you done, Matt? Yeah, I think I'm good. I'm good. Uh, see? Oh, okay. It's all back now. There you go. Look at making a comeback. Yep. And if you'd like to appreciate my comeback, you could call in at 661-244-9852. Yeah. Especially if you're listening to Matt in his sexy, raspy voice, and it makes you think... Yeah. Well, I tell you what, Matt, I was, I've got, you know, the Twitter 
machine open here really? on the show. And uh, and I got to tell you, Taylor Swift was out there earlier, and people are saying some mean things about Taylor. I, I cannot believe this. A chance. I'm gonna. Well, no, just you know, just making fun of her. You know, being snarky on the internet. Can you believe that? I can't believe that. This is very upsetting. I, I'm afraid that I'm going to have to. Uh, I'm going to have to put on my cape and uh, hop on my noble steed and ride to Taylor's defense, <laughs> oh, like people did Aaron Andrews. <laughs> uh, Taylor's ugly. Besides that, I, I've got to move. No, she's not ugly. Good grief. She is ugly. No, she's not. Oh God. She's gorgeous and she has incredible legs, long, sexy legs, and she has a good heart, Matt. Are you going to cry? And Well, i tell you what. I'm just going to have to, you know, ride to her defense like people did Aaron Andrews. And, yeah. and and honestly, it is time for me to move on because obviously Courtney Stodden does not want to be my friend. And no matter how ah. hard I try, no matter how hard I try. In fact, I'm I'm going to be blogging about that on uh, for, uh, for Wednesday, I guess. Mm-hmm. Tuesday night for Wednesday or whatever. No, seriously, uh, dude. Um, Taylor Swift is not attractive. You're wrong. She's a well, mannequin. On the inside, maybe. <laughs> oh maybe my things God. are things are a little ugly on the inside there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I know you only see people on the inside. You're not a uh, superficial person at all. I'm not, because if I was, I wouldn't be with Schmoo. What? <clears throat> oh, now that was unnecessary. I know. Man, that throat's hurting so bad you just, you lashed out. It's it's the sickness talking, J-Man. Uh-huh. But I thought you said... I'm a big, strong man. <laughs> I would never say that right now. <laughs> it was killing me to lift 30 packs today <laughs> oh no but you need to reconsider your your view on Taylor I don't know if I can I guess so. <laughs> hey, here's a great story, Matt. You'll enjoy this. Yeah, wait. From 2014, uh, controversy erupted when Walmart had to recall thousands of pounds pounds of donkey meat in China, which they acknowledged contained some fox meat in it. Hmm. I thought gonna, you were going to say when they when they said it contained actual beef. <laughs> if you're going to sit down to a nice meal of grilled donkey meat, you don't want any fox in there. That's no. gross. That would be disgusting. I'll eat donkey. I'll eat fox, but I won't eat ducks. <laughs> oh, 
I'll tell you what. What's amazing is we actually made it through the show. Yeah. Well, you know the thing about that, uh, the donkey meat is that that, that you know the the Chinese just aren't quite as sophisticated as Americans. <laughs> they don't eat for their snacks. They don't eat fancy meats like spam and Vienna sausages. <laughs> they eat they eat gross stuff like donkey. Like uh-huh. donkey. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I already didn't like going to Chinese restaurants, but now <laughs> I really can't. You know, when I was in college one time, I yes. went to this uh, Mexican place on the mm-hmm. south side of uh, Fayetteville. You know, down in the down in the barrio, and uh, we walked in. <laughs> And it's located right next right next door to a uh, Chinese restaurant or, or mm-hmm. Korean restaurant rather. And uh, we walk in, and right there they have this big bulletin board, and it had all the uh, pets up for adoption at the Humane Society. And I pointed to it and I said, "Hey, look, the menu for next door." <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, got a few laughs, got a few chuckles. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know they didn't want to. It's one of those, you know, they didn't want to laugh, but they did. That was the moment you knew you were destined to be an internet, an international internet yeah. radio star, wasn't it? Oh yeah, that's when I, that's when I knew I, I could entertain the masses right there. I could bring that unique style of yeah, humor. and you and all you needed was a vehicle to do so. Yep, where I could go on the air and be edgy. Uh-huh. And people would say things like, What have we got here? A fucking comedian. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And with 10 minutes left, you can still call in at 661-244-9852. Yeah, why the hell not? You know who else died this year, J-Man? Uh-oh, who? Our buddy. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> We're going to miss him. Yep. Terribly. I already, you know, I already do. Think about him all the time. Cassandra Lynn Hensley passed away this year. Really? Playboy Playmate. Oh. At the age of 34. Yeah. Oh, deed. Oh, that's terrible. That's a shocking development for a girl in that line of work. I hate to laugh about that, but that was funny. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I, you know, if I'd known she was having trouble with her daddy issues, she could have called me. Exactly. So, all right. <clears throat> That's about everything that happened 
me in 2014, I think. Oh, you know, the uh, KFC closing down resulted in my uh, making my first attempt ever at oven fried chicken. Oh, really? How'd it go? Badly. getting it right, weren't you? I mean, it was edible. It just wasn't crunchy. Hmm. Yeah. It's, just, it's okay. Huh. I didn't die. Didn't get sick. Didn't puke. Okay, then. You know, he doesn't even have his voicemail on. This is terrible. Good Lord. (laughs) He shut off his voicemail because of us? (laughs) Probably. The number you have dialed has not been recognized. (laughs) He's a jackass. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy Come on people Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? I don't know how about some make-believe about musical instruments and hose? <laughs> I do a little make-believe believe about hose. Okay. I bet you do. Yeah, I always always wanted to have a garden. What brought that on? That's where I would use my hoe. It's in the garden. <laughs> oh, God. When I'd you say, say that, I... Pull those weeds, when, bitch. <laughs> uh, uh, when you say that, I go... Mm, 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 mm. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I kind of needed that. <laughs> Hell, yeah. We're just about done here, Matt. Yeah, we muddled through. I didn't think I'd get this far. I think we can go ahead and uh, we can play the closing song and then come back and tell everybody goodbye and all that stuff. Okay. And this is a kick-ass ending song. Hell yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it! <laughs> Should all acquaintance faces up and never brought to mind? Should all acquaintance faces up and the days of old land Yet for the sake 
Get you going. The Totenhosen. The empty pants. They're toting some hoses. That's right. They're, they're totes hosen. Totes. Totes awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Something like that. Yes. All right. Another epic show. Epic. It exceeded all I'm sure it'll expectations. Break to number two again. Yes. We want Just behind go. our good buddies. <laughs> who, uh, every single show has the same show title and show description. Mm-hmm. And a wall of so computers behind them or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I shouldn't say that. They're just very good. Or something. Hugely successful. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks to everybody for listening. and. Uh, yep, thanks to... Hopefully... Uh, uh, for, well, Je- thanks to Jesse yeah. and Tiffany. Mm-hmm. And Jamie. Oh, yeah. And all our guests. And all the guests. And all the folks out there listening on their mobile devices, their Androids, their iPhones, their iPads, what have you. Uh-huh. And all the folks who will listen in the archives over and over and over and over again. Which everyone should do. Absolutely. Okay. That's it. We're done. Bye. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.